Hello and welcome back to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. I'm your host, Jeremy, and with me today is my older brother, Jonathan. Jonathan, welcome back to the show. Quack, quack, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Another episode of Inside Quotes. And did you say it was episode 50? I didn't say the number of the episode, but you are correct. It's episode 50. This is our 50th episode, and it's a special one. So I decided I was going to choose a great movie. Remember the Titans. And with great movies come great guests. And we decided to bring someone onto the show that really loves the movie, probably loves Remember the Titans more than anyone that I know. So she had to invite herself onto the podcast <laughs> super rudely. Um, welcome to the, no. I'm not gonna say that on the- <laughs> I mean, the thing is, if I wasn't invited, I would have been so offended. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so it really was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he knew that. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't actually think you'd go for it, but here well, we are. I'm so excited. Uh, welcome to the show, Lauren Gandy. Hello, everyone. So, Lauren, uh, when was the first time you saw this movie? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. We, my dad's a huge sports movie fan so we always had a sports movie on rookie of the year oh remember the titans miracle those are some good ones uh would you consider this movie a staple of your childhood oh the stapliest of staples (laughs) whoa you say stapliest of all staples just like us oh yeah wow we should make a shirt that says stapliest on it we could do that huh t-shirts for this this podcast yeah, like merch. Oh yeah, you don't you don't know. We have a whole merch store actually with um certain phrases and inside jokes and inside quotes. No way. Yeah, tell me more. Um, just go on tpublic dot com slash something something in the show notes, and you'll click the link, and I will show the police. I will definitely be checking that out later. <laughs> We will have a sale at the end of this month, so by the time this episode probably comes out, it'll probably be on sale. Anyways, so sports movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this, would you say, is the best sports movie of all time? Oh, no. Now my dad can't listen to it, because if I say mm. Hoosiers is not the best sports movie of all time, he will probably disown me, but yes, I would say Remember the Titans is the best sports movie. Why would you say movie. Hoosiers is the best? I would, no, I would say Remember the Titans Why would your is. father say that? Well, he's a basketball fan from Indiana. Hoosiers, huh? That that is an overrated movie, in my opinion. I uh, I don't care about it. Hot take. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, hot take. I actually haven't even seen it. After I saw this movie, I got into all the sports based on a true story type movies, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, Hoosiers! That's one I got to check out." I got it from the library, and I watched it, and I was like, "This is what all the hype was about. This is what." My preacher is always talking mm-hmm. about in his sermons. No, thank you. He's always he's always <laughs> quoting that. He's always talking about Hoosiers. It's a good movie, but the coach is a massive jerk. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good movie, but I think it's just because it's from Indiana. It's kind of like a staple, but yeah. It's a staple, but it's not a stapliest. Yeah, staples. it's not a stapliest for sure. What's that one movie that's basketball gold? Um, Glory Road. Glory Road. That's a good one. Glory Road is remember the Titans. College basketball edition. Yeah. yeah. Still good. It's not it's not, not near it's not near as good. Just the quality with it itself, the actors, 
and storyline. I, I think the sad part about that is that it's an, also a true story. <laughs> <clears throat> what do you mean? Like, like they're both true stories, but we compare stories. Oh, yeah. As like, remember the Titans is better <laughs> than that true story of Glory Road. Yeah, but it's just the better main movie, I think. Yeah, but I think I would say that. I would say the Glory Road's more sad though. It's more emotional. There's more like race issues in it. Honestly, I think the only thing I can remember from that is the scene where he's like, y'all are playing like girls. And he's coaching a girls Mm -hmm. basketball team. Yeah. And then the part, basically just the trailer highlights. Ah, did you actually watch the movie? Yeah. I was going to say the Glory Road trailer was on every single Disney D. (laughs) It was on every single Disney DVD from like 2004 to 2007. I've seen the trailer so many times. Like, and it's so not just I've seen the trailer, it more than it's like the announcement of the trailer is, is imprinted in my brain. It's like, glory <laughs> Okay, I have to show you guys a TikTok after this. Okay. It's, about, it's about the announcer, what he's like, when the announcer's recording um, what a movie's rated. Did you see that? He's like, rated G, oh, rated PG, rated PG-13, yeah. rated R. Rated R. <laughs> <laughs> But as far, as far as like sad, you, you said Glory Road is pretty sad. I, mm-hmm. Man, when I started this movie, Remember the Titans, from the first scene, they're at the <laughs> funeral, and the music comes in, and I was like, there's no way I'm getting through this movie without crying. I just immediately. I've never been able to. Immediately, my eyes just started tearing up. I didn't like full on cry, because I never do that. But I just knew, oh, this one's going to get me. Music. Music's going to get me. You know what's depressing? I was watching it today, and I was like, I probably haven't cried in this movie in so long because I've seen it so many times that I'm almost like numb to it. And it's so yeah. sad because it's like, I wish I could go back and rewatch it for the first time and actually cry. Mm. I think you need to go on a Titans Thanks. cleanse. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. So this is the only movie that Lauren has ever seen, <laughs> which is why she's an expert. <laughs> is this your desert Island movie? If you could have one movie on a desert Island, is this the one you'd pick? <laughs> if you had to watch a movie, for 24 hours to get a million dollars, what movie would it be? Who cares? I'm getting a million dollars. What's the worst movie of all time? Hoosiers. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. You, you've seen more movies that are worse than that. Yeah, no, no. no. I'm just hating on Hoosiers this episode. So, Jeremy, when was the first time you saw this movie? Um, so I honestly cannot remember. I think just watching this as a family close to the time it came out. I mean, I didn't see this in theaters, obviously, but I, I think the, my first impression of this movie, I never like understood what the movie was about. I just thought it was a football movie and I was like, sports. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) didn't even realize that black and white people were like separated at the time. So I just thought it was a coincidence. Yeah, this movie is not about football at all. This is what I learned. <laughs> I guess I guess I caught on when in high school. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jonathan? Do you have a specific memory? Well, for me, uh, I we I didn't see the movie in theaters, but I remember people saying that they went to go see this movie that was really good called Remember the Titans, and I had no I I had no idea like what this movie is even about. Like I thought it was about like Titans, like Greek <laughs> mythology. Like I had this weird Gee, idea of what it's like. <laughs> I had no idea what the movie was at all. And then um, 
around the same time, there was another kids movie called Titan AE, which I, I've never even seen it, but it was like this animated kids movie and it was like this like space thing. So all of my thoughts going into the movie was like either like Greek gods or like something in space. And so when I saw it, it was a football movie. I was like, okay, this is different. Um, but I, I don't know if this was a blockbuster movie. Um, I remember I got it for my birthday one year on VHS. And that's when I watched it so many times that our older brother, Larry, couldn't stand it anymore. Because <laughs> I watched one of it so movies. many times. <laughs> I ruined it. That and Sandlot, I ruined for him. <laughs> so, like, we, like, randomly grew up just memorizing random, just different movies because we watched them so many times. For me, it was Country Bears. I mm-hmm. think you were there when we found that out. Yeah. So is it really embarrassing that I know the entire script of Country Bears? I was listening to your guys' podcast. How many movies do y'all think y'all have watched? Like an oh, estimate. Like. Because <laughs> y'all quote so many. I, I see. I didn't grow up watching a lot of <laughs> movies. Like we watched movies, but I feel like like a. I don't know. I feel like y'all are quoting movies that I don't even I've never even heard of before. You think you've seen a thousand movies? At least. Easily. Really? <laughs> That's just nuts. kids' movies too. Like See, well, we didn't yeah. we didn't go do stuff. Like that was the thing. We didn't really have that much money growing up. So we like we we had movies and that was basically it. <laughs> yeah. We had so many movies like recorded off TV and we had a lot of PHS tapes and then the DVD age. Anytime we got money for birthdays and, and it was just we just bought movies. That's what we did. Just became a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> but it's something y'all like have bonded <laughs> over. Those are bonding things. Yeah, it's, it's something you like. It's a good thing y'all uh, bonded over it. So it's cool how like y'all come together through it. Yeah, we didn't really realize it at the time. It's just something years later. We're just like, why do we love Country Bears so much? And yeah, we. I wasn't always like obsessed with Country Bears. I just realized that I was. Also, I had an embarrassing Shrek phase. So <laughs> maybe we'll get into that in a future episode. I wasn't allowed to watch Shrek because it showed his butt crack. And my <laughs> mom was like, that's inappropriate. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> I, You know what? I was, thinking about, I was thinking about Shrek the other day and like how it's a barometer for like how sheltered you were. So like there's certain people like, like you said, like I wasn't allowed to watch Shrek. And we were sheltered too, but we were allowed yeah. to watch Shrek. My mom was very picky. SpongeBob. Caillou, Wizards of Waverly Place for a while. Um, good luck, Charlie. Good Proud daughter. family. Mm-mm. If anybody was disrespectful to their parents, like if any, which is like most young Caillou kids sure. shows, she was like, mm-hmm. kids shouldn't be disrespectful to their parents. And then she wouldn't let us watch it. Mm-hmm. So. See, we couldn't watch SpongeBob, but mm-hmm. we, we did watch Shrek. So okay. I don't know. I don't I don't know how no, that works. I didn't know you couldn't watch SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. You never shared this with me. Our dad said it killed brain cells, so we were like, nah. Nope, I do remember you telling me. Mm-hmm. No, you said that, yeah. So before we dive into this movie, we have a quiz for you, Lauren. We wanted to have a survey for just so we can gauge your childhood and your overall movie watching experience. Oh, no. This is, there are no wrong answers. <laughs> okay. Um, all right answers. Mm-hmm. It's all... a subjective to you okay so jonathan go ahead with that so no wrong answers this is the iq test that we ask these questions to all our guests on the podcast question number one 
Were you a blockbuster family or a Hollywood video family? A blockbuster. Blockbuster? Well, we moved a lot. So wherever there, I guess blockbuster when we were up in Chicago and then Hollywood. What is it called? Hollywood video? Yeah, there was one of those in Columbus where I was in high school. We had that. that That's still open in Columbus. Yeah, we still have a video store open. So. Wow. We still had family video here in Bowling Green. Maybe COVID. maybe that's what it is. I maybe it's family Columbus. video. Yeah, in Columbus. So in high school, I went to every like after we get off work, we would still go to like the video store and get. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> You're so old. I mean, that was like two years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was five years ago. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we were a strictly blockbuster family, but mm-hmm. I understand if you moved around. Got to get movies where you can get them. Exactly. Question number two. Uh, what was the first movie you remember seeing in the movie theaters? Oh, oh, I know this one. Uh, Star Wars Episode Three. Ooh, wow. Yep. That's a good That's one. A My grandfather took me. Great answer. I know. Did you cry? Uh, I think I was scared or grossed out, scared okay. more than anything else, just the lava scene, you know? But Okay. I remember the movie theater had – we sat outside waiting for the movie to start because my grandfather's like, older and he likes to get places really early. Yeah. And I remember there was, like, those – remember when movie theaters used to have, like, stars on the ceiling? Like, those, yeah, like, like yeah, fakes yeah. – I don't know how to describe it. And then, like, the really funky carpet that was, like, purple with all the mm-hmm. confetti-looking stuff on it. Mm-hmm. I just remember that movie theater. But, yeah, that was the first one. <laughs> Gross carpet. That I remember. Had you seen any of the other Star Wars or did you mm-hmm. just get taken to the movie? No, um, we were a big Star Wars family. So I grew up watching Star Wars. My brothers collected all the little figurines and lightsabers and all that stuff. Nice. Yeah. My first movie was Attack of the Clones. That was your first movie? Yeah. <gasps> we have both have Star Wars. Question number three. All right, money is no object. What movie theater snack do you buy? Popcorn with peanut M&M's. It's the greatest combination out there. Every Sunday night, we would watch. My family after church would come home and watch um, Home uh, America uh, Extreme Makeover. America's what is that? Oh, what is that called? Extreme, Extreme Makeover, Makeover Home, home Edition. Edition. Home, home Edition and popcorn and M Ms for dinner. That's what we had every Sunday night: popcorn and M Ms for dinner, peanut M Ms, and it's a great combination. And everybody should go out and Move try it. That bus. Also, you have a hot take when it comes to popcorn. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't like homemade popcorn. I like just in the bag. Popcorn, like microwavable, microwavable. I prefer that over homemade movie theater popcorn. Even movie theater popcorn. Uh, movie theater is number two. So bagged, okay. then movie theater, then homemade. Okay, that, that's that's okay. the ranking. Wow. We are forced to sell popcorn in the Boy Scouts, but we won't get into all that. I actually have a <laughs> Boy Scout popcorn is good. It's it just is. expensive. It's... I have a bunch of it. <laughs> that was the problem. It's good. <laughs> I have a kind of similar follow up question to that. What is the craziest snack you've snuck into a theater? So it's not something you can buy there. Something you brought in. I feel like this is going to be really, really Nah, really it's good. it's not that good. I mean, my friends, so the movie theater in Columbus where I'm from was like dirt cheap. Like it was AMC, but it was like four bucks to get in oh, wow. because we had a nonprofit movie theater that's opened up. So they nonprofit sold their tickets really cheap. So AMC could compete with that and they lay lower their prices even more. So it's like four mm-hmm. bucks to get into the movie theater. So we would, and then we would sneak in food all the time. So we would go to work and we had aprons that we like wore to work and we would just (laughs) leave our aprons on and then fold them down. So our pockets were covered. And then we'd go to the McDonald's drive-thru that was right next to the movie theaters and we would get a number seven 
I think it was number seven with two burgers, French fries, and a drink. And we would, yeah, and just stuff our pockets with burgers and fries. It's not that it's not that great, but <laughs> pretty legit because McDonald's smells so distinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we just walk in with our cups. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of a nonprofit theater. Yeah. It, it, explain it was, that. It was owned by a neighborhood. Isn't that what? weird? <laughs> like a neighborhood in our town opened a movie theater nonprofit. And it wasn't even like in a historic building or anything. It was very was weird. Was it for like a charity or something? I think it's just nonprofit from so what I know. They just spent money on box office rights. Mm-hmm. And it was all the new movies. It wasn't like the second run theater like no they do some uh second runs like some older movies like halloween they'll do they'll pull out like an old classic Mm -hmm. um but Hmm. like i think one year they did what is it hey mr chicken with um the guy from andy griffith the ghost and mr the ghost and mr chicken yeah they did that one one year but boy luther but (laughs) typically it's new stuff but it's only two two theaters instead of like 15 or 20 so i feel like Hmm. watching that movie in the theater would be creepy it's not even that scary but it's just like that vibe yeah in a theater it was one of enjoy that. the first like scary movies i ever saw yeah. i remember going to a halloween party and we watched that <laughs> it's one of the funniest most scary movies of all time <laughs> well me and jeremy were talking about halloween movies to cover that one didn't come up but we should probably I didn't add that think one about that. yeah well, it's kind of older that one. i feel like it was a, older we watched it a lot though. you did yeah yeah we had all the old TV shows. Mm-hmm. Andy Griffith, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Oh, I love Gilligan's Island. Hey, Brady Bunch? Junction. A little bit of that, yeah. Okay. Green Acres. Some reruns, yeah. <gasps> little House on the Prairie? Uh, we didn't like that show. Oh. Our mom did, though. I love that show. <laughs> Get your mom on here. <laughs> Talk about Little House on the Prairie and those crazy episodes Y'all that they start- let children watch. <laughs> Y'all can start your own podcast. Me, me, Rachel Patterson, and your mom can start a Little House on the Prairie podcast. Every episode Ooh. is a different episode of Little House on the Prairie. I would probably listen to that. <laughs> Guys, The Little Prairie Rewatch. It is wild. Some of L- those episodes you, I got are title. wild. You can call it Little Pot on the Prairie. Yeah, perfect. Little pot in the I'm frame. doing a search right now because there's got to be That's one probably, already. That probably exists. There's a podcast <laughs> for everything. There's the Ma and Podcast. Little pot the Ma and Podcast. Oh, That's, that's funny. Cool. The podcast. That's funny. All right. I have one final, final question for the IQ test. And it is, what movie, in your opinion, is totally overrated? If you say... Harry Potter. I don't. I'm one not, through eight. I haven't seen Harry Potter. <laughs> I watched like the first one. Um, ah, see, because I know I'm just going to answer this question now, but I know I'm going to have a better answer later. Okay. Well, we That's what's going to annoy later. me. Um, okay. I'm not a huge superhero Marvel fan at all. Okay. At all. So any of those movies I don't get into, I guess. I'm honestly kind of burnt out and they overdo it, it like now they have so many tv shows like i feel like they started to do that with star wars too and as yeah. like original star wars fan it's like stop i don't they're gonna go too far if they keep going <laughs> did you watch the mandalorian i watched the first season did you like it it was a it was good it was slow it was slow <laughs> <laughs> that's okay actually yeah. i don't even think i finished the first season ah! <laughs> okay maybe i should go back and watch I, the first I think... season this is my maybe a hot take, but I think the Mandalorian is top three Star Wars okay, items well, maybe I that exist. All right, so just insert 
any recent Marvel movie totally overrated? That's your answer. Ooh. Okay, I'm not going to say Endgame because I actually like that one, but the one after. No. That was the last one. What's one of the one where all of them died? In, I liked Infinity War, okay. but I didn't like Endgame. I'm with you on that. I'm so. with you on that. It had a okay ending, but I'm not a fan of time travel movies because it's hard to do those. Mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of just unraveled the entire... Yeah. It's also, they're all just so overhyped. That's another thing. They hurt themselves so much by overhyping everything. I'm excited to get back into it a couple years from now, and then I'll have all these new shows that I haven't even watched. Uh, that's I think that's my plan. Well, Lauren, I tallied up all your answers, and you got a score of 42 on the IQ test, which is a good score. Yes. It's a passing yes. score. Cool. And, it's actually uh, the answer to life, everything, and the universe, too. 42. Hey, so. you know who's number 42 in Remember the Titans? Oh, what a good segue. <laughs> Um, is it Gary Bertier? It is. Yes! Gary Bertier. You know how I saw that? I didn't remember it, but I have a picture right Dang there, it. and I see <laughs> 40... Cheater! I, I have a picture of, on IMDb, it, it only says the two, so I just made a guess. Um, does anybody know the baseball player whose number is 42? That's retired from every single team? Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Know. Well, I wouldn't probably would not have known that African American baseball player. Yeah, I did, I probably would not have known his number mm-hmm. if they didn't come out with the movie and call oh, it forty two. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's mm-hmm. true. Who's your favorite player, Jeremy, on the Titans? Uh, my favorite would be Louis Lastic. I think he's one of the most wholesome individuals of all time. Second, um, Petey. He, you don't like Petey. I like Petey, but he is, he's a little baby. Yeah, he has so like, much development, though. Yeah, but in the scene where he was like, what, when he just walked off the field because there was pressure? Yeah. I mean. What a baby. I hate that guy. Anyways, um, like I was saying, uh, Petey's my favorite. <laughs> I like Petey, but not my favorite. <laughs> How many yards is he going to get this year? I don't know. I don't probably like, about a like a thousand. thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I have to choose a different one now that you no, hate no, I don't hate Petey. Mainly, I'm defend choosing Louis Elastic because he's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, defend Petey. Okay, so Petey is the funniest person on the team, and I like the funny people, so that's my reason. And also, he grew a lot, and he was willing to sit at, in the last game so he could start in the next year, and I think that was very noble of him. Uh, and he's usually the life of the party whenever the party is around. Okay. So that's my three answers. I respect that. <laughs> Listen, baby. Oh, actually, I like the guys that break in a song. So you got to go with Blue. Blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue's the life of the party. He's the one that. Yeah. That he really is. He's the one that starts to sing in. <laughs> Petey's like, just like the fun loving. I don't know. Yeah, fun loving guy. Like I, one of my favorite parts is not even a quote from him, but when Gary is having to say goodbye to his on the phone, yeah, when he's having to say yeah. goodbye to Emma, and he's like, "I love you." What is it? I love ah! you. And he just that really that high pitch. Ah! <laughs> you hurry up and get off the phone. I gotta call my girl Gary? too, man. Say it right now. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, don't. Oh, don't do this right now. Hey, man, what is this, Cloud uh, Kingdom? Uh, shut up, y'all. This is Jaden Happens in the Mountain Room. Y'all got to Gary, you say it or I'm not hanging up the phone. Say it right now. I love you, sugar. <laughs> uh, so Alan, played by Ryan Gosling, I think this is my favorite Ryan Gosling movie because <laughs> he's so awkward. Like the whole time, he's so oblivious. One, well, he gets but it from think... his dad. Okay, his dad is such a character in this. <laughs> he really is. He's super. Boycott T C Williams. Boycott the school. The school. <laughs> He's taking Alan out. He's <laughs> taking Alan out. <laughs> I just love the scene where they have to get to know each other, and he's just explaining country music to him to oh, Blue, yeah. and he's just like suffering through it. But he's just like, <laughs> I don't even have to ask. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna ask. What do you think about this one? Does the term "cruel and unusual punishment" mean anything to you? <laughs> oh man, that was always one like of my dancing. favorite quotes. Oh, yeah. Jonathan, who are your favorites? Are you going with Blue? I think I'm going with Blue, but runner-up, maybe kind of an underrated one, is, is Rev. I like Rev. Yeah. It's a wholesome That's dude. Character. He gets, the, uh, he gets the, the touchdown at the end, too. He so does. I, like that. I always, I, I'm all, I'd always say I, I looked up to Gary growing up because he was like the captain of the team, and he was pretty much seems like the main character to like an eight-year-old, but I don't know. Um, I think Gary was my favorite growing up, but when I realized how racist he was as a high schooler, or like now, I was like, "Oh, okay." But he he did come around. I guess every single he does character, except for Ray, except not for Ray, Ray yep. and yeah. except for Coach Boone, came not around Coach or didn't change at all because Coach Boone was already like uh, he didn't need Louis, to change. Louis last okay, yeah. So Louis, he no, he had he changed a lot. But not like racially. Yeah, that's true. You're he right. became a student of the of the studies. Well, I think Boone changed a lot too, though. He's like, in what ways? I mean, he was a very aggressive coach at first. I mean, do you remember in camps they had to like calm yeah. him down? I mean, because he felt like he had a point to prove. Run a mile. Yeah, he felt like he had a, run, a point to prove, and by the end, he had kind of softened up a little bit, let mm-hmm. um, other coaches kind of take control a little bit more. That's true. And the team kind of relaxed. He chilled. I mean, he was very intense at first. So. I guess it's, I was just super oblivious, but I didn't realize that um, Bill Yost. Oh, Yost. So, like, yeah, I, Yost. I didn't think that Coach Yost was, like, against him for half the movie. I just, like, originally thought he was just his assistant coach, and that's how that went. I didn't understand mm-hmm. segregation in schools at all. And I'm... <laughs> I, feel we- I feel bad that, like, I didn't pay attention to this movie, and I loved it so much. Because it's a whole other movie once you realize it. He was such a jerk <laughs> at the beginning, at least. You're talking about Coach Yost, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. Coach Yost. So what I what I I guess what I'm putting together is I didn't realize that he was the original head coach and he was demoted. Mm-hmm. So he oh, had okay. all yeah. this like Hall of Fame opportunity, which is Hall of Fame for high school coaches. I didn't realize that existed, but it does. Um, so I didn't I didn't realize he lost all of that status and everything. Two, in his point of view, would have been a very embarrassing socially. Mm. Um, so, thing to happen to him. Yeah. Um, so, kind of like mad respect for him at the end of the movie, for sure. See, I feel like, because I feel like Yost is 
a good person from the beginning. Okay. Um, I don't think there's really ever a point, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, where he was ever showed any really sign of any racial... I think he was just kind of put in an awkward position. He was like a player in their game. Like, I think he was a good coach, well-qualified. He got Mm -hmm. screwed for his job because, which was, it was race motivated. I mean, obviously he, because he was white, they had to put someone who was black in that position. Um, I mean, they told him that in the beginning of the movie, got put in a very, I mean, very frustrating. Anyone would be frustrated if they lost their position for yeah. that reason, especially with mm-hmm. all that work. And he decided to stay with that team because he thought that that was the noble thing to do. I mean, so, he could have left and had a better job somewhere else. I don't see, I think Boone is before, less likable than Yost in the, in the whole, throughout the whole movie. Cause Boone is so intense. I, I like Boone. I think they're so, both great, but before camp started, when they both decided, when they were told that the schools are coming together mm-hmm. and that he was going to be, have to be the assistant coach or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like applying for like 11 different, he got like 11, 11 different offers yeah, and he was considering them and yeah. he was getting, I feel like he and coach Boone were like, when he came over to his house were getting like a major argument and he, I don't think they like liked each other at all at that point. And they were like very much against each other in that, in his office. And then he eventually came around. Yeah, but, um, I just don't think it was race motivated as maybe I I mean again, I maybe I'm I just liked him as a character, but I just feel like it wasn't race motivated. I mean the frustration of losing his job for that reason, you know? And Boone felt like he had something to prove. And part of it's like it's a demotion, right? Cuz mm-hmm. you know, he's just going to be an assistant now. He's probably being given head coaching offers. That's kind of what he says in that that scene where uh Boone invites him to stay on and he's like work under you. And he's like if that's the way you see it. And he says, yeah. good night, coach. <laughs> like he's not going to do that. Yeah. But then he comes around cause he doesn't want to abandon, I guess his, his players. So he decides to stick it out. And I guess that's where his loyalty is. Like it's more, mm-hmm. it's more about, you know, his players and wanting them to do the best that they can. He doesn't want to abandon them. So that, I think that's where he's at kind of at the beginning, but I, I would agree. I, I never even rewatching it. I never really saw him as like, you know, like a bad person, but maybe just kind of just in this like cultural system of racism that he's kind of in that he's just kind of used to and getting used to these changes. What was really respectable for him is that he was faced with a decision to succeed and get his Hall of Fame status, mm-hmm. but he decided to stick it out and work for the most hated man in that city at the time. And eventually he was the most well-beloved man but um i think that was that took a lot of character to actually make that decision but he he had it easy like it was very easy for him to just go with it and just be like yeah i hate him too like Mm -hmm. i can just he was in the majority and he chose the minority Mm -hmm. yeah he's also seemed to be humble humbled throughout the whole experience he was very humbled throughout the experience i think his daughter wasn't she was feisty. That's she was Cheryl. Yeah, <laughs> um, she wanted that Hall of Fame real bad, real bad. <laughs> it's just jealousy, <laughs> plain jealousy. Was old as Cain and Abel. Like that line. It's a good line. The what is okay? So my favorite part of this entire movie is the camp scene, because um, it felt like exciting and it made me want to be there even though it was like one of the hardest things they've ever been through um, yeah. 
just like it's like a boot camp but for sports and he's like very much treating it like he was the sergeant and there's no highway option or anything so which i just quoted the pacifier yeah <laughs> my way no highway also it's my favorite part now because that's where everybody hung their pride up at the door and decided to just play ball and like just accept each other it took them a lot but I every time I always like tear up. Yeah. At that part, the left side, strong side scene. Mm-hmm. That's like the first. I I there's guaranteed tear ups. Yeah, I think it's shows like how sports bring people together, and it's like it's it's still like yeah. in every aspect it brings people together. Even force them together, like in this. Yeah, it, it's. I mean. Not just in this movie, but in general, it's a really cool thing. Sports bring people together. It's a, It sounds like a silly thing when you think about it. Something so silly like a game can bring people together, but it did. And it's cool that it's based on true story. I mean, Glory yeah. Road is the same thing. Sports brought them together, and it brings everybody together. Kind of cool. Yeah, the the scenes at, at camp are definitely some of the best. I I, I love the, the scenes where they're – we kind of already mentioned it, but they're like forced to like get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, the scene with with Ray and and Petey, and he's just like, "What's your dad do for a living?" Wait, he does have oh, a job, yeah. right? <laughs> it's just like the worst. You have a dad, right? I have a father. His name is Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but then you've also got like you've got like some funny scenes like that. But then you've also got like the scene where they get woken up at three a.m. and they run to Gettysburg and they have this like mm. epic speech. By Denzel Washington. So unfortunately, I that did not really happen in real life. It did not. No, okay. the Gettysburg mm-hmm. thing is all movie. That's pretty far. Yeah. It, top. I mean, even from the top of Virginia, I feel like that's. Yeah, that was not part of the true noticed, story. Like they ran for like three hours. <laughs> if they got up at three a.m. in sunrise, yeah, they ran for just three hours and they had to come back. That yeah, that's, that's insane. Um, that's crazy. So, but every. This movie makes me love because the, the soundtrack in this movie is amazing. Flawless. Oh. This is probably the best soundtrack of any movie. And that's not even a hot take. I feel like everyone agrees with that. The only thing that gives it a run for its money is probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Um, but this movie right here, um, if I can't listen to Spirit of the Sky and not like have it be dusk or dawn, mm. whatever. Mm. Um, so like er, anytime I'm like getting up at like three or four, to like start a road trip early or something. I always turn that song on when I start to drive. <laughs> yeah. The songs on this movie are, are awesome. And also like the score is really good too. And when yeah. I was listening to it, I was like, there's no way that the guy that made this movie did the score for this movie did not also do the score for national treasure. And I was correct. It's the same dude. <laughs> you are correct. That? It's the same guy. That's impressive. Just because one of the song, one of the score, I don't know, one part of the scenes, it sounded like it was a National Treasure ripoff. I was like, this has got to be the same guy. It sounded like dun 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 dun. That's my favorite. Not quite, not quite. Oh, okay. You you mentioned the left side and strong side scene. That yeah. always confused me as a kid because, like, why is he saying strong side? Why isn't he saying right side? He needs to say right side. <laughs> I would just take it so literal. So what's the problem? He's on the left side of the field. He's on the right side. I don't understand what this means. What does it mean? Honestly, I don't know a lot about football. 
I mean, I'm assuming left side, they've secured a good defense. <laughs> I guess so. I, I, I mean, still don't I could, know. I like strong, like the, the left side is a strong side. <laughs> they weren't strong before, but now they are. But I'm assuming defensively is what they're talking about. Okay. Attitude reflects leadership. leadership. Captain. Dude, Julius was 30 when he made this movie. Are you serious? Yeah, because he looks it. I literally said, <laughs> no, Julius doesn't look it. Gary and Ray look old in this movie. Old, I'm yeah. like, Gary Vertier and Ray look old. Julius was, doesn't look that old. He's 30 years old. I was looking at the, the players before we started recording, and it was like, they're all like, Everyone was at least like 25 when this movie, when they made this movie, except for Even, Ryan Gosling. He was the youngest. Okay. But everyone else was like, how are you playing high school? Even Petey? Players? Petey's pretty young too. Petey looks old. Yeah, dude, he was like, he was like old, a solid huh? 26. Are you serious? Did you see the scene where the um, sun, uh, when they sing Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Sunshine, yeah. Yo Mama scene? Uh, you can see they covered up a tattoo. That's a mama joke. They covered up his tattoo on his chest. Really? Did y'all tell that? Yeah. No, I did not see that. I, I didn't notice in that scene. I his arm has one too. When he's when he's talking yeah. to Sunshine. Maybe it was his arm. Sunshine. Yeah, they covered up his Sunshine. tattoos. So you gotta know he's older based on his yeah. tattoos. Who's your least Very favorite character in this movie? Ray. Okay, yeah, that's a given. I mean, I was gonna say Ray, but it's almost like the obviously. Honest, okay, I don't here's know. Thing. Here's another thing about Ray. Uh, <laughs> this is my my whole. I feel like I watched a different movie growing up because I didn't get the Jerry Lewis Dean Martin joke. So I thought his <laughs> name was Dean the entire time. He looks like a Dean. He does. He, he does. looks like a Dean. <laughs> well, I guess Jerry and Gary sound similar. So I was just like, maybe he just got his name wrong, but he definitely didn't get Dean wrong. That's his name for sure. So I just yeah. thought that was his name <laughs> till I was probably like 17 years old. <laughs> I always thought that scene was weird and awkward. The dad, the yeah, like, who's your daddy? That was, that was weird to me. I, I thought I it was weird ca- rewatching it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been weird to me. Like I didn't care for it. Yeah. No, uh, he's just trying to, Tell the parents what he's in for. Yeah. Establish dominance to the captain, I guess. I was I was gonna say, I after I watched this movie the first time, I like I, I decided like I was gonna be a Denzel Washington fan and I was gonna go see all his movies. So yeah. like I remember um after this movie came out, like the next year, that movie John Q came out. Okay, so I asked, okay. I asked dad to take me to go see it just because I knew who Denzel Washington was. <laughs> and but That's jeremy <laughs> jeremy you went to go see ice age that night with mom and i went to go see john q with dad yes i don't I remember did. if you remember that but i do i i was really jealous because you were seeing this really adult sounding movie and i mean i was happy to see ice age because that movie is awesome fun yeah. fact i actually watched ice age on monday <laughs> just random fact <laughs> yeah <laughs> My siblings love that movie, and so they watched it all the time. So I got, I just, you I don't like it. It's just, I never cared for it, and then we overwatched it. So I like, burger head. We can talk about what's real and what's not in the movie. Yes, I looked that so up. You, re- you did a lot of research on this. I did some research. I came prepared. So the only thing I know is that they actually didn't win the last game. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I know. Um, they also, so it was three schools that were integra- integrated. And um, 
that was why they were so good. It's not because Coach Boone was some amazing coach. I feel like which is kind of what they paint is like, oh, they were able to come together and there were some underdogs almost or just like this dominant force. Like they it was pretty expected that they were going to be a very good football team because they got three big schools and put them together. Hmm. There was there was really no challenge there. So, yeah, it was three schools that they can they put together. Oh, um, the, and the, I was also the challenge reading, would just be the the racial barriers, other than not not yeah. the the talent yeah. wise, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and that was something else I was reading is they were like, you know, parents weren't really very concerned about the racial stuff as much as they were about the quality of the education the kids were going to be getting because the classroom sizes were going to be increasing so much, um, and they were worried about kids oppor- their kids' opportunities being taken away from them just because there were going to be so many students, not necessarily race driven. Hmm. Um, so the movie kind of inflates some of the racial issues. Like um, there were definitely race issues, um, but they were very much inflated for this, for the show, for the sake of the movie. Um, I was reading that, um, the talent of having all these football players that was overwhelming having to go through all the talent of the football players and we, um, weeding it down. So that was the frustration of all teams. Yeah. Yeah. They had to, that was another frustration is some of the players that, you know, we're going to have to get cut. Um, and then, um, one that was kind of interesting was, um, Julius and Gary never were enemies. They actually got along from the beginning. Um, I know they, they changed that storyline. So they were always best friends. They always got along and they changed that for the movie to really, um, which is a good cinematic, like like enemies at first, enemies at first, (laughs) and then became best friends, but they were, they were best friends from the beginning. They, they clicked. That right is away. the only reason people tear up in this movie. Um, They're the heart of the of team. Two. Yeah. And then here's a, which they were still the heart of the team, but yeah. they just kind of were from the beginning. Um, hmm. But look, the, the one, the worst one for me was that um, Gary Bertier did get to play in the final game. He actually got injured a couple months after football season was really? over. Yeah. So it really, they, they, oh. they took that in to really add to the emotions of the end of the movie and make it more. Because, I mean, it realistically, worked. if you added it where it would have been timeline-wise, it would have been felt weird for the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, after the final game, they're going to have this happen. But yeah. it actually happened a couple months after the football season was over. So he got to play in the final game. Hmm. Well, that's yeah. good. And I think that was I mean, all of the bigger sad, ones. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What What is also really weird, I mean, people know this from actually just watching the movie, but I thought it was crazy that he was paralyzed from one car accident, but he died 10 died years later another. in a drunk mm-hmm. driver's accident. Yep. Man, anytime I hear that, that James Taylor song, Fire and Rain, Dude, Fire I just, rain. I just, oh. I just flash back to Gary Bertier getting T-boned in this Camaro. Can you, oh. can you like listen to that in the car? Cause you're just looking around for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Taylor, such, such a good choice yeah. for that scene. Hmm. And that song's written about his ex-girlfriend that died on a plane on the way to see him in concert. I did not know that. Which I, I knew oh. that before because I, I did a report on James Taylor mm-hmm. in high school. They let me know when you be gone. Hey. Her name was Suzanne? Mm-hmm. That fits. Yeah. It's pretty sad. It's really sad. I know. Great song, though. The uh, the uh, the movie brings it down with some James Taylor, but it brings it back up with some uh, "Ain't No Mountain High" at the credits, at least. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. 
Music brings people together too. Music and sports. I just thought of something I want to go back to. You said who's the least favorite character in the movie? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coach Boone's daughter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nikki. (laughs) Cheryl. Nikki's annoying. I I just did my nails. Care. <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm accessorizing. <laughs> not a fan. Yeah. Hey, is that going to be the one we hate? You can't we usually hate the little girl. No. <laughs> we usually pick a random That's person horrible. to hate in a movie. For Night at the Museum, it was Nikki. We hate him. This is her name's Nikki in this. Her name uh, is Nikki. Not, it's Nikki. <laughs> Coach Boone's daughter is. Nikki. I guess any Nikki in any show, like we hate on Miss Piggy. It from the Muppets, mm-hmm. we hate her. Mm. I hate her guts. She's the worst. Well, our, uh <laughs> that's so Same funny way. that her name was Nikki too. Yeah. We're just gonna have this vendetta against any Nikki we see in a movie yep. now. <laughs> Jeremy, there's there's one part in the movie that I really I really like, and it's uh it's like after camp's over, and they come back in and they're like in school and they're like, oh, we're not at camp anymore. And um, Petey's like talking to to the girls. They're watching sunshine through the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. like I guess her boyfriend like walks up, it's like you're talking about girl. It's like I don't I see any no livestock. livestock around here. <laughs> I always, I always like that scene, and then they they get into like the tussle in the hallway. I always like the shot of like after like uh, Gary and Julius like break it all up. It's just like them like in the hallway, like we did good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not the best fight though. The best fight is at camp, and that everything breaks out, and then Ryan Gosling just goes. Fight! <laughs> have you watched? No, have you watched Ryan Gosling during the fight? No. Oh, he does not fight. He just goes like this. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> awkwardly. Did you did you see that? So awkward. I saw him. He gets like pushed off into the side, and he's just he's like, like so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so great. And also Gary, in the scene where they're like they call everybody to the gym, all mm-hmm. the like um, players, and they do the. You know that part? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if you watch Gary in that scene, he's so awkward because he'll be like, <laughs> like, he does like, a, <laughs> 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 and it looks so awkward. You have to go back and watch that scene with and watch Gary oh, in that. Man. So Alan in the fight and Gary in the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very awkward scenes. I didn't see I didn't see Gary in that scene, but I did notice some of the other white players. They looked kind of awkward there. <laughs> Very awkward, but specifically Gary in the. <gasps> that probably wasn't the even end. acting. That was just genuine awkwardness. It was so awkward. <laughs> um, but Alan is so awkward that the whole movie, like in the locker scene when they start singing, and he's sitting next to Ray, and Ray's mad oh, that yeah. like he starts yeah. kind of dancing, and he does the same thing in the cafeteria. Ray gets mad at him for kind of participating, and he just gets kind of awkward both times. So, yeah. He, but he does a good job. I think it's funny. Actually, Jeremy, I just, I did have one memory that relates okay. to this movie. Do you remember Cub Scout Day Camp? I do. We, I remember one year we, um, you had like different, I don't know what it was called, but different groups, and you had like a you know, a group name, a patrol name or something like that. Yeah. And I remember we like ripped off like what the Titans do, like entering into um, the, yeah. the football field. We like did that. Like we sang that song. We changed the word to whatever our like group name was because we weren't the Titans. But I remember we did that. What, what, what were year. we? Because we had different themes every year. I think one was like Harry Potter and I was mad that I was on Ravenclaw. <laughs> Even though I am an actual Ravenclaw now, I don't remember but. the themes, but it was—it had to have been like the year after this movie came out, year year or two after. Huh. 
but like we would all after we um did like our activities everyone would like come back together and like as we were entering into that area with like there's a bunch of picnic tables everyone had their like their own table we all like did that that same exact thing that the the titans would do when they come into the football games (laughs) Ah. um so i remember a specific commercial from this era and i feel like i don't know if it's from the same inspired by mm-hmm. remember the titans or not but i remember a frosted flakes commercial where we are they're all like we are the tigers yeah maybe mm-hmm. that's just a normal sports chant i don't know but no i i remember i as soon as you said the commercial i was like oh, i know i know what he's going with that frosted yeah flakes. i remember that maybe you want to eat frosted flakes coach i'm eligible <laughs> Aww. That was such a good part. Uh, That's a good. I honestly, yeah. I guess everybody, no one hates Lou Elastic, but like everybody, I, he really is my favorite. He's so sweet and he's always there for a good time. And he also like is not embarrassed by anything. Mm-mm. And he's willing to be the butt of the joke, especially in the Yo Mama joke. I think that was really classy of him. He's like, <laughs> ah. My back's hurting. I just, I just gave your mom a piggyback ride, and she weighs twice as much as me. <laughs> just the cherry on top. I yeah. think he's one of the very few that's the same person from the beginning to the end. Like, yeah, he has the development with the like he gained a lot from the team, like yeah. needing support of like for the school. But he, as far as race, like everybody had a little bit of hesitation in them. Maybe not Sunshine <laughs> and his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But they don't they don't it's it's way more like apparent with Louis Lassick. Have you have you seen uh the the actor that plays Louis Lassick now? Ethan Suppley? Oh no. Yeah, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast like he's a couple super weeks ago. Skinny and like maybe a month ago. Now. He's fit. He's he lost yeah. so much weight. I mean what was he like? Four hundred, five hundred pounds? What does he do now? Um something in the world of fitness, that's for sure. Good for him. Yeah. Fact check, um, I was wrong. The one fact I knew about the actual game, I always thought that they lost, but apparently they still won. Read this. In the final game where the Titans played Marshall for the state championship, the film portrays Titans trailing Marshall by seven at the half. In reality, the Titans dominated the field the entire game with a winning score of 27 to nothing. So it's very much exaggerated to be a closer game. Also, Gary Bertier Mm. played in it, and he wasn't actually hurt yet. Just ruining the movie. That's like disappointing, but I'm also good with it because <laughs> this movie is what the best movie ever made. <laughs> Man. I, I would have to say like with all like there's a lot of different like based on a true story, like sports movies and things like that. Like this is the best of them. Like none of them. None of them come close to this one for me. Like I, I know think... like people put Miracle up there. Mm. I like Miracle. I was about to say that. Yeah, I, I got to go with Remember the Titans. It's just a more enjoyable I don't. Yeah, I don't think Miracle's better than Remember the Titans, but I think it's yeah. in the question. Oh yeah, it's in the conversation yeah, for just... sure. <laughs> yeah, I like I like Glory Road. I know it's not. I just really like Glory Road, not as much as Remember the Titans, but mm-hmm. if they would have had, they could have done it better. Well, it, okay, then y'all would be talking about it. If they first would've... of all, none of us are talking about the elephant in the room, which is this is clearly not the best sports movie of all time that's based on a true story because the best one is air bud the third one uh air bud world pup 
world pup for sure. Right? Rookie of the year. <laughs> oh yeah, rookie of the year <laughs> is a true story. Based on a true story. Funky butt loving. <laughs> the rookie. That's a good movie. The rookie is a good movie. What else? Rudy. <gasps> radio. Rudy is the Have one. Have y'all seen ra- Radio? Yeah. Yeah, radio. Radio. Yeah. I, I think that's our mom's favorite sports movie. <laughs> That'll make you cry. Yeah. Radio, Rudy. We watched Rudy a lot growing Glory up. Road. I feel like that'll be our next football movie we cover. <laughs> that one has a completely different story, too. Did y'all ever get into the um, like Courageous, Fireproof, those like Baptist? The Kendrick Brothers movies? Yeah, with um, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, our mom was mm-hmm. really into those. Yeah. So we watched them. seen them. Facing the Giants? Is that where you're... Oh, okay, yes, yeah. that's what I was trying to think of. I was yeah, trying yeah. to think of that name. Facing the Giants. That's a I never saw horrible that acting. <laughs> oh, horrible so acting. bad. But still a good movie. I think it's still a good movie. Worth a watch again. You don't have to have good acting to have a good movie. <laughs> the, well, the main guy they cast in all of those shows, the one that's like bald. He's the Horrible director. actor. Is that why he's yeah, in all Kendrick the... He directs, yeah. yeah, he's a horrible <laughs> actor likable guy yeah he's a likable guy horrible actor well half the movies we like have horrible actors so i we we can't argue with that well and that's what we're talking about the other day in my room or in my house is we watched um some of the old disney shows and Mm -hmm. like the acting in these shows is so bad but we were so obsessed with them just like the old like hannah montana wizards of waverly plays they're just meant to like grab kids attention that's all they're that's all they're there for the acting is horrible Yeah, that's true. Um, so another iconic scene is whenever on TV, um, Coach Boone was called a monkey. And I think the one of my favorite parts uh, or any action of Coach Boone is when he brought the banana to the game, he had it in his pocket the whole game. And when he beat him, he was like, hey, coach. And just taught the, the banana toss is iconic. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. And he just like kept a straight face the whole time, barely smirked. Okay, the composure and the just all overall seriousness and patience that Coach Boone had is unreal. Cause he could have easily like given in and just fought back. But mm-hmm. he just was like, let's get we'll see him on the field. Or whatever. Just all you can do in that type of situation. I mean, you hear stories yeah. from other situations when everything was racially motivated and yeah. people were discriminated against he didn't cry that's about all it. he can do um if you notice in that lineup right before he does the banana to the coach none of the players touch coach boone yeah i don't know if you noticed that or not but he's just hitting them all on like the shoulder good game and he's yeah. i mean right there he's these players are refusing to ha- shake his hand yeah. or give him a knucks or whatever and he's <laughs> he's telling them all hey you did a good job out there yeah. i don't know that's the kind of thing i noticed oh, one thing I, that I noticed with the with the banana scene was I was wondering because you know you said he had it in his pocket and mm-hmm. it's like he gives the coach the benefit of the doubt right he's like tried to say good game and, and shake his hand and it's when the coach doesn't shake his hand and walks past him that's when yeah. he that's when he like that's what like, made I'll, it I'll that give, much sweeter that's yeah. when he's like okay I was ready for this that was <laughs> 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 the banana to him but I, I I thought like for his character it seemed like maybe he was giving him you know the chance to shake his hand maybe he wouldn't yeah. have given mm-hmm. it to him maybe he just would have eaten it later i would have shook his hand with the banana in my hand right it's yeah. hard to conceal that but you know 
<laughs> I feel like that's like if you're not paying attention, I feel like that's a forgettable part. Because I didn't pick up on that until like I, I remember picking up on that, and I'd seen the movie a million times. I 100 did not pick up on any ounce of racism growing up in this movie, which I'm so disappointed with. I wish I understood this movie sooner. For me, it was always I. I mean, this was like a an eye opening movie for me. Like I didn't yeah. realize this was a thing, and I just after seeing the movie, I was just like, why would anyone care about skin color? Like I don't. I don't understand. Why is that even a thing? I never understood that. You're so not movie. racist, this, dude. This, mo- this movie, like, this movie, like, opened my eyes to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was not that long ago. And it's, it really wasn't. it's not that crazy either. I'm sure they, they took a lot of stuff out of the film, like, fun fact. Um, it was actually a toilet that they threw through Coach Boone's window, Ooh. not a brick. But they changed it because it's a Disney movie, and they thought yeah. it'd be kind of offensive if they showed a toilet being thrown a window instead of – so they filtered it to a brick. So, like, that stuff – that stuff really happened, and I'm sure a mm-hmm. lot of stuff was said that is just not in the movie Man. that was racist. A fun fact's not super fun. No. <laughs> Sorry, I should have not have preface. Not so fun fact. Just just regular fact. <laughs> <laughs> just regular, actually kind of sad fact. There was um, a, a couple things that I had written down, Jeremy, of like just like awkward moments in the movie. One <laughs> Mostly is, consisted of Alan. <laughs> besides all of Alan's scenes, yes. Um, it's just, I love the scene with Petey at the beginning, like raising his hand. Like, yeah. I still do not know why he does that. Like, why does he do that? Like, he's just like, he walks in. It's like, I don't know. I, mean, I don't even know what he says. Like, calls everyone to attention. And he just like, with the biggest grin on his face, smiling, raising his hand. The football's like, fun. Put, oh, put you think it's fun? Down. <laughs> he was going for a high five. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe, that, maybe that's what it was. And so there's that. And then there's the scene... Um, it's, it's in Gary's final game when he just like runs over, looks at the coach and just points at him like really intensely. Yes. (laughs) They wanted that moment to be iconic. Yeah. It it just didn't hit. It really didn't hit. But you can shut up too. Oh, Oh, yes. (laughs) You can shut up too. Um, oh, okay. Obviously, when he has them all get out the bus, mm. that was a cool part, point. But yeah. I love when Jules, Julius, why did I say Jules? <laughs> Julius goes to visit Gary for the first time in his neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And the cop comes and he's like, Officer. <laughs> Heck of a game. Y'all play best high school, what is it? Best high school defense or offense I've seen in yeah. a while. Yeah. Best defense in 20 years. Yeah, and then he goes and meets his mom and just scoops her up in a big hug. Yeah. And she was obviously not keen on him them being friends. Yeah, and he just scooped her up in the hug. I don't know. I just really like that <laughs> whole scene when he's visiting the neighborhood between the cop and the mom. It's just kind of a feel good, put a smile on your mm-hmm. face part of the movie. That's so simple. What a amazing bond that they had. Like he was paralyzed from the waist down, and he didn't even want to see his own mother over Julius. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, we- imagine the. What? The best line in the movie we haven't even talked about yet. Okay, I was I was just about to ask, what is your favorite quote from this movie? Alice, can't you see the oh, yeah. family resemblance? Mm-hmm. That's my brother. Visitants only for kin. Alice, Alice, don't you see the family resemblance? <laughs> That's my brother. <laughs> That's the best line in the movie. <laughs> don't you agree? That's I don't so think like. So. I think that's the best line in the movie. 
because it's it's a solid it's a solid pick i would say or or when he's saying who is it i think it's yotes when he's saying you taught this town that there's more to a man than just that his outside appearance what is that oh you learned to judge a man by the by his soul other than the outward looks or something like that yeah the color of his skin that was cool but Jerry and or Gary, Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis, and Dean Martin, <laughs> Gary and Julius are friends till he died. They were friends till he died. Yeah. I friends. really like the the post epilogue where they all had mustaches. That was awesome. <laughs> that was... I really believe that they were ten years older. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Even Cheryl, she was sitting there all grown yeah. up with a mustache. Oh no! So like they. <laughs> <laughs> didn't comprehend you saying that at all um i always believed at any moment like they 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 filmed this movie for 10 plus years like <laughs> i didn't i believe that that was cheryl the actress i believed that i don't know why i, I mean i was just an impressionable young kid but i was like man they spent a lot of time on this movie can't believe they filmed <laughs> this in the 90s Oh, talk about the box office stuff. I think that's interesting. Yeah? Yeah. I, have I haven't even looked thumb. into it, but it's right here. So the the movie was actually made on a $30 million budget, and it made $136 million. What? Wow. So Is I'm surprised typical? we didn't uh, get to remember the Titans 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I snorted. Okay. Um, we can't end a podcast until Jeremy thirty smokes. million dollars. How? That wasn't that normal for. I guess maybe that's it was. a big budget, isn't it? That's thirty million dollars is a really low budget. Really? Yeah, that's especially nuts. compared to now. But yeah, for Disney. Is, you know like, what was it? What you was know, like these Marvel movies are like? What is it now? Time though. Millions. Well, didn't budget. they spend a billion dollars on one of them? The most Something recent like that, one. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, this, this movie, if it was made today, just by by my guess, probably would have cost like eighty to a hundred million. Yeah. Are y'all subtitle watchers? Or? Oh, hundred percent subtitle. I Me am. too. I have to have the subtitles on. That's a good. That's a good IQ test question. I'll add it. I'll add it. Thanks Here for your you contribution. Go. I was gonna say no. Some people are, have like strong opinions on that. Yeah, they do. I hate when I have to turn them off. Final thoughts, Jeremy, do you have any? I would say this is objectively one of the best films ever made. Objectively? Objectively. Nobody can say it's not. I mean, if you're a film snob, there's stuff for you there. If you're a family movie, it's appropriate for all ages. It's an exciting movie, and everybody loves sports, except for the people that don't like sports, you know? I You don't even have to be a sports fan to enjoy the movie, though. It's got a great right, message. Yeah. and good themes and even if you don't even like the football you'll still get a kick out of um sunshine kicking that guy like over his shoulder yes that like tried to tackle him that was pretty cool (laughs) pd he he gets in there and tears it up with all with a great soundtrack in this movie it's it's iconic i i think i agree with what you said there's there can't be really another movie that has a better soundtrack other than maybe like guardians of the galaxy than this right this one is so good and even then, remember the Titans is still better. Like yeah. I 
this is when we do our staple bracket at the end of this year, this is going to be a heavy contender. And why we picked it for our 50th episode of Inside Quotes. Thanks for thanks for being on the show, Lauren, because this was great. First female guest. Hey, thanks for having me. Anytime. And if you have any other childhood movies that you really care about, let us know and we'll cover it. Okay. Um, so, Jonathan, next week it's going to be your turn. Um, it'll be our 51st episode. So I'm going to let you choose that. I feel like we've got a I feel like you've got a good one up your sleeve. I think people are going to be pretty excited about what we're going to be covering next week. We've got a whole collection of movies that we haven't started really covering. But till then, here's a clip. Good morning, Roz, my succulent little garden snail. And who would we be scaring today? Wazowski, you didn't file your paperwork last night. Oh, that darn paperwork. Wouldn't it be easier if it all just blew away? Don't let it happen again. Yes, well, I'll, uh, I'll try to be less careless. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. Whew, she's nuts. So our short was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him on Instagram at GroovyBridge. Um, and if you want to find us on Instagram, you'll see us at InsideQuotesCast. So give us a follow if you have any if you have any suggestions for any future episodes or any movies you want us to cover let us know send us a dm um just give us a follow on instagram and if you would like to support the show in any way go ahead and check out our merch store and get yourself a t-shirt or a sweater or a hoodie or a sweaty hoodie (laughs) a used hoodie (laughs) and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a review Five stars and Louis Elastic will give your mama a piggyback run. <laughs> and we're still waiting on these free Willy reviews. So, 100 five star reviews and we will release Willy from the default to get to work. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed listening to us revisit our childhood just as much as we have. And if you did, make sure you hit subscribe or follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on a future episode. Until then, we'll see you next time on Inside Quotes. So long, and thanks for all the fish. You're overcooking my grits, coach. Come on, Get your bags together. Go bring your good friends.